Hi, it's Yolanda. Are you ready to chat and see what comes up for us? You know, before we get into the show, I just want to encourage those of you who are not driving, if it is safe for you to do so, to grab something to write with. Take notes for yourself of what comes up for you during today's episode, because as we journey through this experience on Reiki Radio together again, I really hope that you use the information um, for your own personal insights and your own personal transformation. And sometimes after the show has ended, we may forget what came up for us. And this is all about you. It's about your journey and it's about us all evolving together. So if you're able, grab something to write with, take note of anything that comes up for you. If you have any inspirations, any questions, just take note. And if there's something that you want to share with me personally when the show is over, you can contact me through my website, which is uchi.com. That's Y-E-W-C-H-I.com. Now let's get into the show. Hello, everyone. Here we are. Session two. I guess it's a session in a way because of the way that we're sharing information. And hopefully there is something in each episode that will speak to you and your own journey of healing. So I guess session would be an appropriate word. So before we get into today's topic, which is out with the old, I just have to say, you know, today is a very interesting day. Um, Those of you who know me well know that my mother has been in town visiting for some time. And so my life has been really interesting in the last couple of months with the juggling um, work and mom and trying to find some time for self-care. So I have been driven to multitasking. And with that, even right now, as we speak, I have one of those nose strips on. (laughs) So, you know, the nose strips that clear your pores. And um, it's funny because I can tell that I feel like a little nasally or I may be speaking funny. So if I do sound that way, that is why I am multitasking, doing some self-care while also recording the show because we have to find our balance somehow, some way. Okay, so enough of that. Um, One of the things I really wanted to focus on today is being out of the way. And um, in that, allowing ourselves to let go of what is old, what no longer fits. Now, as I mentioned in the last podcast, it was a year since I have done Reiki Radio. And I also mentioned that in that time, there was a lot of shadow work that I was doing and that mirrors the shadow work that is being done in the collective as well as I'm sure many of you have really had to contend with some energies that you've been holding on to and what's interesting is that a lot of times we are so unaware of what we're actually holding on to or what our feelings are around things until it comes to the surface and it's often very shocking. It can be surprising. But here's the thing. I know that so many of you are focused on your personal evolution, your personal growth, you know, working on developing a practice of spirituality, which, 
you know, of course, expresses itself in all that we do. And that will be another episode that we talk about because a lot of people have a hard time with understanding how to merge what they consider their spiritual self with their regular um, traditional uh, lifestyle. So I just want to say that for you now. And again, we'll talk about it again one day. But your spirituality is really the essence that you bring into everything that you do. It is your being. It is your expression of being. And how this ties into today is that, you know, it can be hard for us when we have these self-realizations, when we start to realize what we're holding on to, when we start to realize what we're upset about, what we're still angry about, what may still be hurting us. And so many of us have a tendency to just try to push it away with the excuse of, I shouldn't be feeling this way. We try to ignore it. We almost act as if we just put that phrasing out there, I shouldn't feel this way, that that's going to make it disappear. But what it does is it actually amplifies our upset because now not only do we have some hurt or something that we're holding on to, we also are now in judgment of ourselves for holding on to these energies. So now it's like a double whammy. We have amplified the hurt and the upset with judgment. Okay, so let's put that to the side for a moment. You can consider for yourself right now anything that's been coming up for you that has had you upset. Anything that you have realized about yourself, your point of view, your perspective, that has been shocking to you. And a lot of times these things are even hard to admit out loud. We tend to keep these to ourselves, our dirty little secrets, because we don't want to be judged outwardly for what our point of view may be or for what it is we may be feeling or thinking. Because the truth is, If we share some of these insights, there are many people who would say the same thing that we've been conditioned to say to ourselves. You shouldn't feel that way. And there's that judgment again. But here's the beauty of it all. When we have these moments of recognizing the upset and the hurt that is coming up for us, it's an opportunity It's an opportunity to heal. It's an opportunity to acknowledge yourself. Why do you feel that way? How did you develop this perspective? And another thing that we'll talk about another time, but I just want you to consider right now, are you holding on to this feeling or this perspective from the aspect of yourself that we'll call ego, are you holding on to this hurt or this upset from a space or an aspect of you that we will acknowledge as your higher self? Now, the truth is, when we have these moments of self-awareness, we are presented with choice. Do we cling to the past Do we hold on to the old stories? 
Do we choose to stay in our old behavior, our old patterns, because it's familiar and we think it's what we should do? Or do you come to these points of self-realization, these aha moments, these moments of finding yourself staring in the mirror going, whoa, I can't believe I'm holding on to this, and say, this is my time, this is my choice to step out of the old. This is my choice to really consider how I'm perceiving this hurt, this upset. How is it serving me? Do I have to be hurt or upset or angry? What is it about this feeling, that experience, this emotion that is trying to teach me something about myself? And what choice can I make to respond differently, to feel differently, to see differently? Now, you know, the reason I wanted to talk to you about this is because one of the things I've noticed, and I said this to you in the last episode, a lot of times we don't trust ourselves. And the reason we don't trust ourselves, I believe wholeheartedly, is because we do not know ourselves. And what I mean by that is that, you know, as I mentioned a moment ago, there are several aspects to who we are, especially in terms of consciousness. So there's the aspect of us, our ego. There's the aspect of us, our higher selves. And I'm sure you are very aware of these different voices, these different impressions of you. They're the two aspects of you that have that internal tug of war, that internal battle. When you're debating with yourself about what to do, what to say. So think, for example, um, when you're upset or someone says something to you and they trigger you, and they really have your ego flaring, there is a moment where you have this internal dialogue, a flash of a moment sometimes, where you know that you can respond from ego, from upset, where you're making the choice to respond to hurt, to defend and protect yourself. But there's also an aspect of you that understands you don't have to respond that way. That you can be what we typically call the bigger person, but we'll identify that as the higher self. You can choose to respond from the space of your higher self. Now your ego may have a bit of a hissy fit about this because your ego doesn't want you to look like you lost Your ego doesn't want you to appear small. But think about it. How much strength does it take? How much courage does it take to actually step back and own your stuff? To step back and say, how am I actually contributing to this exchange? But even more, to step back and say, why? Is this affecting me the way that it is? 
What's really bothering me about this exchange, about this experience, about this scenario, about this person and their words? It always comes back to us. So what's so interesting is that I'm sure many of you have been working on yourselves, as we say, for some time. And this process of transition, when we choose to step out of the old and into the new, there is this tug of war that happens. And we go in cycles, really, because there will be aspects of this journey that it feels really easy There are certain things that you may find very easy to let go of or to do differently. There may be certain um, philosophies, ideas, or points of view that are very easy for you to step into. But beyond what you understand, are you allowing it to mirror your action? Are you living your truth, your spirituality? Or are you taking in this information and having like this internalized self-awareness, but still living and responding and acting as the old self? And when I say the old self, I just mean that you are acting and responding from your old patterns, your old expectations. Again, what you think you are supposed to do. Now, I'll be the first to admit, you know, sometimes it can be scary um, to go out on a limb and act and do and be and say in alignment with what you know, believe internally. Because you know that as you shift and change, the people around you may start to question you. Again, you may be afraid that they may judge you. But do you want to continue to be in this persona of something that isn't in alignment with you? That you don't necessarily agree with or resonate with? We all have choice. And this is how change happens, right? We can look out in the world, again, talking about this collective shadow, we can look out in the world and say all day what we think needs to change outside of us. We can look outside of us and say what they need to do. But what are we doing? How are we contributing to what we see around us? If we're showing up in our old ways of being, old responses, If we're showing up in our ego, are we affecting any change in the world around us? Or are we just adding to what we see that we think should be done differently? Now think about it this way. If you say, okay, I'm going to step up and say out with the old. I'm going to take that bold step into the new, into alignment with what I know and feel to be right and true within my being. If I'm going to step into the frequency of love, showing up as love, speaking from a place of love, acting from a place of love without the need to 
defend or put my ego on a pedestal, how might this affect change? Yeah, there may be some people who don't understand. You may be confronted with some judgment. But you may also inspire others to stop and question their own position, their own action, their own behaviors. You changing your patterns will have people start to consider their own. Even when people say initially they don't um, necessarily agree with us or they may have um, an opinion about what we're doing or how we're doing it or they're in judgment, whatever you've done is still in their consciousness. They may not tell you, but they're going to walk away and think about your loving reaction, your loving response, your lack of ego. They're going to look at you and consider the differences in you. So instead of you being known as the one with whatever labels and titles that you have been carrying around for so long, When you start to show up differently, out of the old and into the new, you start to embody and become what it is you believe that is true. And others will begin to see this change, but you know, it takes time. Just like you are acclimating to these new ideas and you are acclimating to these new ways of being, and for many of you, acclimating to these new energies, your new awareness. The people around you are getting used to this new um, expression of you as well. So don't take it personally. And again, outside of the fear, who do you want to be? Who are you becoming? And where are you in resistance to your own change? Anywhere you have that internal voice that's telling you, you know what? It's time to do, to be differently. It's time to take care of you, to nourish your body temple. It's time to forgive, to love. What aspect of you is in resistance to that? When do you catch yourself in that tug of war, the argument between ego and higher self? And who do you allow to show up representative of you? Now, we're not vilifying the ego. And again, this will be another show that we talk about and go into more detail about. But What I want you to keep in mind now is that you can think of your ego as your inner child to some degree that you are teaching to do better. You are inviting the ego to lift into a higher awareness, into higher understanding. And you lead your ego by example. So it's not something we're trying to pretend we don't have. (laughs) 
we have this aspect of us for a reason. I mean, it was part of this journey and part of this life experience and part of this lens of um, reality. But we also have choice to lift that aspect of us, changing not only our perspective, our alignment, but also giving us the freedom to live outside of fear. To live outside of old stories, old teachings, old ways of being that no longer fit, that no longer ring true, that no longer make sense. Again, we can look at all the upset in the world. Shadows for all of us are really coming to the surface to be dealt with. And again, think of it as taming a child in a way. But how do you do that? If a child came to you screaming and crying and upset, from a space of compassion, you're first going to want to understand what this child is upset about. What is their point of view? What is their perspective? How can you help them see this from a higher point of view to have better understanding? You're doing the same thing with yourself, for yourself. And the truth is you're the only one who can do it. And I'll probably say this on every episode because I think it's so important because we also have created a culture where so many of us have been led to believe that we have to rely on other people to not just fix us, but rely on other people to validate our change or rely on other people to tell us right from wrong or which way to go. We have been conditioned in so many ways to forget that we have this higher consciousness, this higher divine guidance embedded in who and what we are. We have our own internal GPS and wisdom. We have our own access to divine consciousness without need for a middleman. But because of our life experience and because of our conditioning and what we've been taught, we have to do some work to get back to that knowing, to get back to that understanding, but even more to get back to hearing that voice more clearly, hearing that higher aspect of ourselves with more clarity. So it goes back to what I was saying before. We don't trust ourselves because we don't know ourselves. Part part of the reason we don't know ourselves is because we have muted out a very important aspect of who we are. You know, we talk about uh, overall wellness, which includes, you know, mind, body, spirit, the totality of who and what you are. So just like you may be working on the spiritual aspects of yourself, you have to also acknowledge that your body, your temple is part of your spiritual expression. Our mind is shaping and influencing what we allow and choose in our spiritual expression, our spiritual awareness. 
So we look at every aspect of who and what we are in order to truly come into harmony and alignment with our whole being. Every aspect of who and what you are. Part of that is recognizing that divine essence of you that has always been there. You talk to this part of you all the time. You hear this part of you all this time. Now, you may start to debate it. You question it. And you only do that out of fear because you've trusted ego for so long. You haven't built a relationship or become familiar enough with that higher aspect of you to know that you can trust it. So I'm going to put this out there. I would challenge all of us to start to be more observant of ourselves, of our inner dialogue, Start to identify and recognize the voice of your ego. Start to recognize and identify the voice of your higher self, your higher consciousness. That aspect of you that is coming from a space of love, non-judgment, without fear. And when you are making choices, when you are showing up to interact with others, When you have your own stuff come up for acknowledgement, consider which inner voice is louder. Which one are you listening to? Which one are you being guided by? Now, another thing you can do in those moments of observance, really observing yourself, is asking to be shown whatever it is that you are perceiving from a higher perspective. You can ask your higher self, your higher consciousness to come through with more clarity. See what comes through. See what you hear, what you feel, what you sense. If it is coming from a space of love, if it's coming from a space of neutrality, Consider the message. And if you catch yourself in fear or in doubt of this message that is only an expression of love, only guiding you in the highest and best way, consider what you are in fear of. What are you clinging to? And stop for a moment and ask yourself, am I ready to step out of the old? Is this a situation or circumstance that I am willing to try something different, to be and express from my authenticity, from my space of love, and see what happens? Notice even what you feel internally when you allow yourself to start to operate from this space. What do you feel like? On the other side of fear, it feels more expansive. 
Because when we make the choice to follow our ego, or when we make the choice to not listen to our higher consciousness, we often end up feeling constricted in some way. We end up feeling regret. We end up feeling guilt. And the reason these feelings come up is because there's a part of us that knows we weren't being true to ourselves. We weren't being true to love. And again, it's no judgment. We're learning. (laughs) And it takes work. It takes our observation and it takes our choice. So as you go throughout this day, be an observation of you and consider the choices that you're making. Consider how you are choosing to respond, what you choose to say and how you say it. Consider which aspect of you you are listening to. Now, I will say again, you know, it's not so easy and like we will have those moments where, you know, even I have moments. There are moments where I could be in a um, conversation with someone and they say something or do something and it irritates me. And I know because I've been observing myself intentionally for a long time, I have a very clear moment of choice where I know that responding from my ego is just that. It's a choice. And I also know that I have the choice to respond from a higher space, which sometimes is just not engaging in the BS. And sometimes I do follow my higher self. I do. But there are other times where, honestly, I have that moment of knowing, yep, I'm about to respond from ego. And in those moments, even though I acknowledge it clearly, I don't care. And then after I've made that decision and after I've responded from a place of ego, I do have that moment of sitting back and thinking, was it really necessary? And the more I acknowledge this in myself, the less frequently I do it. So it's not like we're being tested and there's some scorecard and you have to get 100%. And if you have a moment of like, you know, responding from ego, being in ego, being in your upset or functioning from a place that is not aligned with your truth, it's not a time to beat yourself up or say like, man, I really suck at this. Am I even spiritual? <laughs> like, no. It just means you have an opportunity to keep learning and understanding why you choose to function from that space when you do. Now, here's the thing. We're having all of this consideration for ourselves. Are you able to have this same consideration for those around you? Now, especially when we start doing this work, There are so many people who get very um, concerned with the actions, the behaviors, and the choices of the people around them and their loved ones because they really want them to wake up to this understanding as well. But when you have the same consideration for them, understanding that they are also contending with various aspects of who and what they are, 
Some of them they may not even be aware of because of their own conditioning and their own life experience. How can this help you to have more understanding and less judgment even in what you observe around you? Just think about it when you're having your interactions today, this week, moving forward. Okay, so I just wanted to talk to you about that because so many of us are in transition, but like a more obvious transition, right? These shifts and changes can't be ignored right now. I mean, they are really big, really obvious. And a lot of people are going through this even in an external way with a lot of changes going on in their external life, which also can be reflective and supportive of the internal changes that are going on for us. A lot of times as we um, lift in our energetic presence and we um, are aligning more with what is true for us, our external life starts to shift as well, which can be very uncomfortable and can also be scary at times. But this is also an opportunity for us to step back and see how the universe is supporting us into moving more deeply in alignment with what is true. There's always a gift in the shifting, in the lessons. We just have to take the time to acknowledge it. So I hope that all of you are doing well in this process of change and doing well with all that we see going on around us. I mean, as well as you can be doing, right? And in that considering how you are contributing, are you contributing from a space of love? Are you showing up in love, but bringing it all the way into being more loving and honoring the divine within you as well? And as we go on, I mean, there are so many things I want to talk to you about. I'm really looking forward to upcoming episodes. As I mentioned before, there will be some people that I interview to share with you what their perspectives have been and what they are experiencing on this journey of self-realization. And if you listening are having some interesting experiences on your journey and would like to share, just be sure to email me. And as always, you can contact me if there's something you want to share, um, any questions you may have, you can reach me in my website, which is uchi.com. That's Y-E-W-C-H-I.com. And you can also join us on Facebook. Um, I have a Facebook page and it is Uchi Wellness. So I look forward to talking with all of you again soon. I hope that you're having a beautiful day. Show up in love and remember to always journey in love. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.